Right, I'm going to have to play you this, listeners. This is a children's toy called Storyteller Bear. Let me tell you a story. Press to hear Goldilocks and the Three Bears, Humpty Dumpty, Hey Diddle Diddle. Three stories. So the bear, you press the button and the bear actually tells you a story. Press one. Which one should we have? Let's have Goldilocks and the Three Bears. I just want to play you his voice, really. Gonna have to turn it off. I can't turn it off. That's freaky. <laughs> I think my main problem with it is that it doesn't sound like a bear's voice. <laughs> Whatever a bear's voice sounds like, it doesn't sound like a bear's voice. It sounds like a sounds like a man who's trapped in a box. So it's like there's a little man trapped inside the bear and he's trying to get out. But the only way he can get out is to tell the story of Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Very odd. I like the sound. 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 A ragbag podcast. A ragbag podcast. A ragbag podcast. A ragbag podcast. Right, welcome to the final episode of Season 2 of I Like The Sound. I hope you've enjoyed the current run. It's been great fun to make this and we will be back in a few months' time. This week I have a bunch of recordings like the one you've just heard. The theme is, of course, children's toys that talk or make a sound of some kind. (laughs) Now this is a pretty cool one. It repeats what you say, don't you? Yeah, this is a pretty cool one. It repeats what you say, don't you? I can get it to say anything. Get it to say anything? <laughs> <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Doesn't always repeat the whole sentence. Beep, beep, beep. Doesn't always repeat the whole sentence. What's the bit, bit, bit? What's that? Did you say bit, bit, bit? Yeah, you're repeating what I'm saying, but you're saying there's sort of some interference in the recording that is not evidence in real life. What's that? <laughs> now, now she's not repeating anything. Hey, mouse, mouse. Hey, turn yourself back on. That's what she says when you turn her on. I mean, turn her on as in. I mean, turn her on as in press the switch on the mouse. No. Well, that's I laughed and she made sort of a weird growling noise. It's a, it's a strange toy. Oh, I laughed and she made sort of a weird growling noise. It's a, it's a strange toy. <laughs> it's good. She repeats like your stutters as well, your little errors in, in conversation. She repeats it verbatim in a different voice. It's pretty cool. She didn't repeat that. She, I think she gives up after about three times. You've got to turn her on again. Here we are. Yay, yay, yay. Hello. Hello. <laughs> All right, she's back. She's back. She's back. I like the sound is the best podcast in the world. I like the sound is the best podcast in the world. Yeah. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. 
Frank Burton's episode on toys is a particularly good one. Frank Burton's episode on toys is a particularly good one. Uh, there you go. So, <laughs> the mouse, the mouse has told you, the mouse has spoken, okay? Now, there's always been something creepy and unsettling about talking objects, particularly children's toys. There's an entire genre of horror film that taps into those feelings we experience when we witness these weird little devices in action. Why are talking toys so scary? I don't know. It's not as though they're made that way intentionally. And yet the fear is there and the fear is real, as irrational as it may be. Let me introduce you to the most disturbing children's toy I have ever encountered. <laughs> its name is uh, My Friend Freddy Bear. Is that right? Yeah, it's called that. My Friend Freddy Bear. Everything about My Friend Freddy Bear is unintentionally creepy. Not just the way the bear sounds when it talks, but the way it looks... He even has the same name as possibly the most famous horror movie villain of all time. I don't know if Freddy Bear was named after Freddy Krueger. If he was, perhaps that would explain the look on his face. Now, obviously this is audio, so I can't show you the toy directly. But what I can do is take a picture of Freddy Bear's face and use it as the cover image for this week's episode. Take a look at that. He looks petrified, right? like he's caught sight of himself in the mirror and he's horrified by what he sees. Or maybe he's just heard the sound of his own voice. I'll play you a recording of Freddy's voice in a moment. <laughs> it's a good one, trust me. Let me just describe it to you first. Here's my interpretation of what you're about to hear. Freddy Bear sounds like a robot who's kidnapped a child. That is to say, he appears to have more than one voice. Firstly, he has this kind of deep voice you'd associate with an adult, or at least an adult who's lent their voice to a computer simulation and allowed it to be turned into a kind of emotionless monotone. And emotionless monotones are fine if they're making essentially unemotional statements, such as, the time is 8.45, or reminder to buy milk on Thursday. If those voices say something like, I love you, which Freddy himself says repeatedly, it comes off as rather odd. So that's Freddy's first voice. Now, the weird thing is, after he's made one of these statements, such as I love you or I like tickles or <laughs> something along those lines, he says that as well, he follows that up by laughing. And as soon as he laughs, Freddy's voice completely changes. He laughs in what is clearly a recording of a child's voice which doesn't match his speaking voice in any way. Hence my comparison to a robot that's kidnapped a child. Everyone likes our good hug. Give me a hug. <laughs> I love cuddles. <laughs> I'm ticklish. <laughs> That tickles. <laughs> you make me laugh. <laughs> I love cuddles. <laughs> I'm ticklish. <laughs> that tickles. <laughs> you make me laugh. 
<laughs> I love cuddles. <laughs> I'm ticklish. <laughs> that tickles. <laughs> I love bear hugs. <laughs> See what I mean? Now, I realise we all have very different opinions about AI and different feelings about the way this technology is heading. And I realise there's a certain percentage of the population that wants absolutely nothing to do with it. And I can completely understand their point of view. Personally, I think this is probably the case for most people. I'm perfectly happy to have a virtual assistant telling me what the weather's like or giving me directions to the nearest train station or whatever, what I absolutely do not want to hear from a virtual assistant is how they feel about it. The idea of having robots with their own thoughts and feelings wandering around the home, whether they're simulated feelings or actual feelings, uh, no thank you. And as I say, I suspect that I'm reflecting the views of the majority of people here. I can possibly see the benefits of having some sort of virtual companion for lonely, isolated people. But even then, it's a pretty bleak prospect. I prefer it if we could restructure our society to make our communities more inclusive rather than sending the robots in. That sounds a little less sinister, right? Unfortunately, this thought has not occurred to the manufacturers of Freddy Bear. Now, it's all going perfectly well. <laughs> it's kind of going perfectly well anyway. It's all going perfectly well until you turn him over and put him on his back. It turns out he doesn't like it and he'll tell you that for himself. I don't like to be upside down. Turn me over, please. Everything looks funny upside down. I don't like to be upside down. Turn me over, please. I love you. <laughs> Everything looks funny upside down. I'm happy we're friends. <laughs> there really is something quite disturbing about all of this, isn't there? I'm a bit worried about Freddy. You know, that look on his face, the things he says in conversation. He's a bit of a drag to be around. Which does kind of make him like a real person. And that's what we don't like, right? We get enough negativity from the human population without Freddy the bear sticking his oar in. You don't like lying on your back, then don't do it, mate. <laughs> don't bring your problems to me. Just don't do it. Lighten up. You've got to sort your own problems out in life, mate, Freddy, okay? <laughs> just don't bring them to me. I've got enough on my plate without you just lying on your back and then complaining about it. Jeez. Anyway, <laughs> anyway that's enough talking from me. I've got a bunch of other recordings of children's toys that I've made in preparation for this episode. I've, I've made a nice little collage out of them. Here they are. Some of them are weirder than others, but we've come to expect that at this point, haven't we? Enjoy! <laughs>
little bedtime music. Snuggle up. Can you think of something? Blue. I'm thinking of the sky. Blue. I like the sky. Oh, I'm getting a little sleepy. Will you give me a hug? My favourite colour is blue. Is that your favourite too? Can you guess what I am? Oink, oink. <laughs> I'm pretending to be a pig. I'm feeling silly. Make a silly sound. Oogly boogly. <laughs> that is it thank you very much for listening and thank you to everyone who's made this season of i like the sound possible what a great bunch of guests we've had if you're just dipping into this podcast to see what it's like you know it's not always like this i don't talk about children's toys every week in fact i've never done it before and i never will again and it's not just me on my own every week either sometimes it is and that's cool but go back and have a listen to some of the previous episodes we've guests on. They are some of the best bits of this last series for me. Highlights for me personally include talking to Reg Seaton about his experience of being in a coma. There's a whole episode dedicated to that and we had a great conversation, not just about the coma, but Reg's experiences of life after that as well. I've had some great chats with friend of the show, Steph Fuccio, there's an episode which Steph is on called The Sound of Life's Unspeakable Beauty. That's one of my personal favourites. Also, talking to Jay Hatcher de Zola about drinking. <laughs> that was a great one also. And Oh, there's one called The Unfamiliar that you should check out. We've got some great kind of real-life stories from David Ivar and Neo Geo and Martin Auswick. And to be honest, there's some equally great episodes where it's just me. Uh, the supermarket experiment, I really enjoyed doing that. The cooking one. And uh, actually, I really enjoyed deconstructing the song Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny Yellow Polka Dot Bikini. <laughs> Check that one out as well. It's the, the episode that's called Children's Songs. Anyway, until we meet again, I'm off to go work on season three. I'm also going to be writing another book and I'm going to be recording another series of Ragbag Presents. And uh, it's a great brand new story that I'm going to be turning into a book as well. And um, it's going to be great. Also, I am very pleased to report that very soon indeed, I'll be launching a brand new podcast series. It's an audio sitcom called Frank and Claude are following you, following the adventures of me and my uncle Claude. And it's been years in the making. It's a wonderful thing. I can't wait to share it with you. I'll be dropping a special announcement about the launch of the new podcast 
into this podcast feed so you'll know when it's arrived. Saying all of this out loud, I really am a very busy man, aren't I? Don't know where all this stuff comes from. Somehow it comes. I don't know where it comes from, but uh, I'm glad that it's here. Uh, So (laughs) creativity is a wonderful thing. So that's Frank and Claude are following you. This has been I Like the Sound. I have been Frank Burton. You have been great. Thank you. I Like the Sound was written, presented and produced by myself, Frank Burton. I'm the author of several books, which you should definitely investigate as soon as possible. For more information about me and my work, please visit frankburton.co.uk. My other podcast is called Ragbag Presents. Also available is the four-part podcast series I made with David Ivar, celebrating 20 years of the band Herman Dune. It's called Not On Top, and it's wonderful. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Ragbag Presents. Get in touch. Let us know what you like the sound of. I will see you soon. See you soon. See you soon. See you soon.